This is a type of invitation that comes from our readings today. We're invited by the Holy Spirit to enter a deeper relationship with God. We're invited today by the Holy Spirit to listen to the voice of God through the readings. But also we are invited to allow ourselves to be drawn to God, to be drawn, to be drawn by the Father's voice. So the readings today, in many ways, are inviting us to a deeper, deeper relationship by giving us concrete example of Philip and then also concrete invitation by Jesus himself so that we may enter into life, eternal life. As we look at today, we look at Philip. Philip allowed himself to be moved by the Holy Spirit. He was able to hear the movement of grace within his own heart and followed docilely. He followed the invitation of the Lord. There he is. The angel of the Lord spoke to Philip, get up and head south on the road that goes down from Jerusalem to Gaza, the desert route. So there's a, there's a movement that Philip hears. Yes, the voice of God, the presence of the angel uh, speaking within his heart, and he would listen. You know, whatever he was doing, we do not know, but perhaps he was in, 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 a deeper, in deep prayer that he heard the voice, no, go. So there it is, Philip goes, goes on this road, and there, what does, he, what does he see there? Now, there was an Ethiopian eunuch, a court official of the Candace, that is the queen of Ethiopians, in charge of her entire treasury, who came, who had come to Jerusalem to worship and was returning home. You know, to come from Ethiopia all the way to Jerusalem is like over a thousand miles. So if this eunuch who came, although he was in charge of the whole, entire treasury, treasury for the kingdom of Ethiopia. Now, how many days would it take for him to travel? Let's say if it was 20 days or so, I'm sorry, if it was uh, 20 miles a day, it would take almost three months to get there. And if it, if it was a slower pace, obviously we would have to add on. So there he is, he came all the way on the pilgrimage to worship to worship the Lord, to spend time of prayer in Jerusalem. And now he's returning back to his own country. And here he's a person who also was moved, was drawn by God, was moved and drawn to go to Jerusalem. Yes, he could afford it. He was, he was someone important in the, in, in the courtship, in the court of, of, uh, of Ethiopians. He's moved and God is rewarding him. And God is rewarding him not just because he understood the Old Testament or at least he tried to understand. And he went to visit the temple in Jerusalem to hear God's voice, God's word. And on the way back, he's reading, he's reading Isaiah. This prophetic words of Isaiah, which speaks of the suffering servant of the Lord. He reads it and there, Philip is, is led by the Holy Spirit to him. He's reading it aloud. 
he's reading aloud because Philip can hear it. And he's reading aloud and he, and, and Philip is asked by the Lord to join this, this man, join up with the chariot. He ran up as he heard the Isaiah, uh, Isaiah the prophet being read. And like a sheep, he was led to slaughter as a lamb before the shearer's, shearer is silent. So he opened not his mouth. These are the words, prophetic words, which were uttered by Isaiah 500 years before the birth of Christ, before his death. And they described Jesus, the suffering servant, the one who died, the one who suffered on behalf of others. In his humiliation, justice was denied him. Who would tell of his posterity, for his life is taken from the earth? These are the things. And so Philip is the one who asks this Ethiopian eunuch, in a man who came all the way from Ethiopia for at least three months or perhaps longer, they took him there to pray, to be renewed. Philip asks him, do you understand what you're reading? Do you understand what you're reading? And he says, no, how, I'm, how, it's not possible for me to understand because I don't even know if prophet Isaiah is speaking of himself, if he's speaking of someone else. He's trying to grasp the understanding of, the, of, of that prophetic words from Isaiah, and he's not able to do so. And here it is, it is Philip, moved by God, moved by the Holy Spirit to help him out, to help him out, to understand. And then from there, he begins to explain who Jesus is, how he was foretold by prophets like Isaiah, like how he, Philip does what Jesus gave immediately after the resurrection to all the disciples. To, the, to those who were on the road to Emmaus, to others, the 12, who were also gathered in, in the upper room. And so Philip is able to explain the whole revelation of who this Jesus is. He gives him this full explanation. And so the Philip opened his mouth and beginning with the scripture passage, he proclaimed Jesus to him. As they travel along the road, then they, 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 they came to some water. And, and we see what goes on here. The eunuch who was willing to go all the way to Jerusalem, the Lord is rewarding him by having Philip there for him, explaining his faith. And they're right there at that very moment, as we can see, they're passing through water. And this eunuch says to Philip, uh, he says, he says uh, to him, uh, look, there's water. What is to prevent my being baptized? I want to become, I want to become Christian. I want to become a believer. I want to embrace this faith. So what is preventing my being baptized? Of course, there's nothing. So, so then, then he ordered the chariot to stop Philip and the eunuch went down into the water and he was baptized. When he came out of the water, the spirit of the Lord snatched Philip away and the eunuch saw him no more, but continued on his way rejoicing because he received the gift of life. This whole encounter here uh, between Philip and, and this eunuch is an encounter of the church. Philip represents the church. The church is where the deposit of our faith is. The church is where everything is. We have the gifts of not only scripture, we have the sacraments, we have the gift of the Holy Spirit. We have the gift of, of knowledge that God has imparted to us. We have. Yes, we may not always be faithful because we may not always listen we may not always hear, and yet the gift of the church is with us. 
and eunuch, this, this traveler who came in search of prayer in terms of deeper relationship with God, is able to receive it through Philip, through the church, through the church, because the church is the, is the very source of, of that which God has given to us, the church, the church which allows us to enter more profoundly and more deeply into the mystery of God. Sometimes I hear many people, I'm spiritual, but I don't go to church, I don't do anything. Well, what does spiritual mean? Where is the source of spiritual life? To be spiritual, that means to be filled with the Holy Spirit or perhaps other spirits. If it's not Spirit of God, what are the other spirits they may fill and people say, well, I'm spiritual. No, we have to be filled with the Spirit of God. That's the spirit of Christ. Christ gave to us, breathed down to us. And in order to become spiritual, you have to be a man, a woman, who opens your heart, our hearts, to God, to the Holy Spirit. Just like Philip was opened his heart to, to the Holy Spirit as moved to help this man along the way, along the journey. And just as like eunuch opened his heart and allowed himself to hear God's word, allowed himself to be led to the fullness of truth by a member of the church, by a member of, of, of the one who, the, this, this, this gift of evangelizing man, member of the church who was able to, to, to address, to, to offer help, assistance to the one who did not believe who had knowledge of God, yes, from the Old Testament, but could not grasp the fullness of truth revealed to us in Jesus Christ. And then the last aspect today is not only just being inspired, inspired by the Holy Spirit and move, but also experiencing being drawn, just like Jesus says today to his disciples and to the people of God as well. No one can come to me unless he's drawn by the Father to be drawn, to be led, to be sort of moved. But, you know, drawing does not mean that all of a sudden you're ready to say yes. Drawing is that means there's, there's a drawing, just like, you know, vocation, even, you know, entering religious life. I was drawn for a number of years, and I had all kinds of reasons to say no. I felt drawn, and yet I felt, no, I can't do it because of this, because of that. I gave God conditions. Because, because all of us do that. Because, you know, we're being drawn and yet we're not willing to say yes right away. Because, you know, there's also our freedom. There's also interior freedom. There's also our own difficulties or problems or our own visions, what my life should be like. And so we kind of put God sort of aside. How many times people say, I don't want to really follow the Lord because I'm not too sure what he's going to Lord expect from me. Maybe perhaps suffering. Maybe I have to suffer more. And so here it is that God is drawing us, and yet we're not exactly uh, welcoming this draw because we feel, well, we want to be ourselves or we want to have our own sort of perspective on life or, or our vision or our wishes to be fulfilled. And yet God is drawing us. Now, how can we allow ourselves to be drawn? We have to listen to him. We have to open our hearts to listen. Yes, there's all kinds of listening. We can listen, you know, in the conversations. I, I, I have met, you know, I have had many years of, of it work in administration, and we know that sometimes people just want to monopolize. They just want to be listened to, but there are few people who listen, or at least they listen and they have their own agenda. So therefore, they cannot dismiss the person who's speaking, so people can speak. 
but they don't they don't hear or they don't want to acquiesce to it or they just want to shout it down you know uh, these types of things what the lord is asking us today is is to open our hearts to listen because god himself speaks to us he's the one who speaks from above and 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 they all shall be taught by god allowing ourselves to be taught by god not that everyone has seen the father because it's only the one who came from the father but amen amen i say to you unless you allow yourself to listen to the voice uh the coming through the holy spirit unless you are willing to listen more deeply to the voice of christ you will not be able to to be drawn because you will put all kinds of stumbling blocks and this is what the lord is saying to the people who listen to him they're people of god they were not atheists they were not non-believers and yet they had agenda they had said okay this is only from god this is how god can speak this is how god can act how can he act through this this carpenter's son how can he be how can he be the the, the messiah is it possible i mean they they kind of said okay they wrote him out and that's why the lord says today no one comes to me unless the father who has sent him draws him and i will raise him up on the last day which means the allowing ourselves to listen to hear god's voice and and then embracing it in faith which means asking the lord help me to accept you more fully help me to 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 understand you you know when i was studying theology sometimes the texts were very difficult to grasp and sometimes the only thing that i would start off i start reading and i wasn't seeing i was not able to grasp immediately so i would ask the holy spirit i said holy spirit i i ask you to help me understand the text you know to help me understand and not only to understand but to retain help me to 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 embrace it and to to not only understand intellectually but help me to grasp it with my own heart so that i may be able to hear you you know and, and i think for all of us that's an invitation sometimes you know the teachings of the catholic church reading the catechism which should be part and parcel of our of our experience not only of the gospel itself but also but how how it is interpreted uh, and how it is 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 uh, given to us for the daily life for our daily daily concerns that we have how do we live the sacramental life how we live the commandments how we live the life of prayer how do we grasp the the true teaching dogmatic teachings on our faith on the holy spirit on our lord our father you know all those things these are this is the gift that god gives us to the to the catechism uh, or allowing ourselves just to listen more deeply through the words of scripture just like each day we gather and we try to unpack the words of god written to us given to us because sometimes when we listen we just quickly just this you know hear and then dismiss it so that's why spending some time is like a meditative reading and this is what we ask the lord to to help us out that we may grasp more fully his words and now the, the last aspect is allowing ourselves to be drawn to the sacraments allowing ourselves to be drawn to the beautiful teachings of our spiritual life allowing ourselves to be drawn to our church more fully as a source and place where jesus deposits all the gifts that he has for us because it's within the church yes holy spirit is there but also allowing ourselves to be inspired and moved by the holy spirit this is why today 
the, the scripture speaks of being inspired and drawn, but above all, be drawn to the Eucharist, to come to know the Eucharist, come to know and believe in the presence of Jesus in the Eucharist. This is my body, this is my blood. Unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you have no life in you. I am the living bread that came down from heaven. Whoever eats this bread will live forever. And the bread that I will give is, the is my flesh for the life of the world. Be drawn to the life of the world, the life of God in us, the life of future glory. I am the bread, the living bread that came down from heaven says the Lord, whoever eats this bread will live forever. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you. And God bless you. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content, which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit DivineMercyPlus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's DivineMercyPlus.org. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily Masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.